Fire Nation in the house, JLD here, and welcome to episode 1444 of EO Fire, where I chat with today's most successful entrepreneurs seven days a week, and make sure that you are checking out our free podcasting course. You can create, grow, and monetize your podcast at freepodcastcourse.com. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Anna Vocino. Anna, are you prepared to ignite? Yes. Yes. I had to restrain myself. (laughs) Pretend I said expletive yes. (laughs) Got it. Okay. Check that block. Anna is a comedian and voiceover actor, voicing hundreds of TV shows, promos, cartoons, video games, and commercials for Fortune 100 companies. She's also co-host of America's Angriest Trainer podcast with Vinny Tortorich, which he's been on the show multiple times, and Mm -hmm. I've been on their show, which is amazing, so watch Mm -hmm. that. And cookbook of... Eat happy, gluten-free, grain-free, low-carb recipes for a joyful life. And side note, Anna, I am all of those. I'm gluten-free, I'm <gasps> grain-free, I'm low-carb, so we get a lot to talk about. Well, child, this is wonderful news because <laughs> you're going to love this book. I can't wait in Fire Nation. Eat happy it needs to be on your bookshelves ASAP. So, Anna, fill in the gaps from the intro that I gave and uh, give us a little glimpse of your personal life. Okay. So I've always been an actor, a performer, an improviser, comedian. And the thing is that happens with that stuff is that you, it's feast or famine. Like, and I don't mean sometimes financially, but also like sometimes you won't work for like months at a time and then you're super busy and you don't have time to do anything else. (laughs) So Vinny Tortorich happened to call me during the downtime in 2012 where not much was going on and, and said, will you co-host a podcast with me? I have a book I want to sell and none of the agents will touch it unless I have a platform. And I had just finished producing a comedy podcast called Yoda and Me, which for all the Star Wars fans out there, it's a really wonderful uh, podcast done by uh, David Hornsby, who's the executive producer of Always Sunny, and uh, my husband. So I was like, no, I'm not producing a podcast for you. That's too much work. And that was back in the day where I had to like update XML files. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was like old school podcasting. It's so much easier now. (laughs) But he, he said, just read my book. Fitness Confidential, which is a great book, by the way. Y'all should read it. Um, he said, just read my book and then decide. And I read it and I was like, this is awesome. Like, And he basically got me to produce a podcast for free because <laughs> I'm a sucker. But I was also like, well, let's kind of see where this thread leads. I already had a gluten-free food blog, which, you know, it's going to have my personality in it. So yeah. it's kind of, fu- you know what I mean? But so it was a natural fit. So then when he said, cut out the sugars and grains, in addition to just being gluten-free, cut that stuff out. And because I was having a lot of health problems and sure enough, it helped. And then we quickly figured out he's the fitness component. I'm the food component. And we're both, you know, insane and fun. Well, this is really exciting for a lot of reasons. I mean, I really look at our lives, especially as entrepreneurs, but really as humans. I mean, as seasons, like we go through seasons of life. Absolutely. I I went through my clueless season, Anna, where I just didn't know anything. And luckily, you know, it's when I was younger, so I could actually recover, you know, when I was just, you know, eating too much crap, like, you know, carbs and sugars and not even thinking about it, you know, drinking and just doing all these different things that, you know, just your body's just like, what are you doing? But you just kind of get through it and it's fine. And then I moved into another season of my life where I was like, I'm going to, you know, get a little bit healthier. I trimmed this out and that out, but I still, you know, wasn't optimal. And now I am officially, and this is as of actually um, January 1st, 2015. So I'm coming up on my second year of this. Like, Good job. Thank you. Really into my third season of like, okay, you know, 
it just needs to be real. Like it needs to be real food, real plants, right. like none of this exactly. processed stuff. Like and exactly. I'm just obsessed. So I'm excited to chat with you today about all of this because we like to start things off with what I call the value bomb drop, where your area of expertise is all over the place. You have a lot of great ideas. <laughs> it is. But if I could maybe pull you in, because this is what I'm interested in, into the eat happy yep. kind of yep. focus. Give us two things that you think that we maybe don't really know that we maybe haven't heard about in this area of life. So when you're actually eating without sugars and grains, when you take that out, when you take those processed foods out, um, a lot of people, the first question is, well, what can I eat then? And um, we're so used to convenience food, food to fill us up, like something that we can put in our hands, like a sandwich, a pizza, a a pita, a a taco, you know what I mean? We're used to that like convenience food that's has its own container usually as a grain. And so when you take that stuff out, everyone says, what can I eat? And I'm like, there are a lot of things that you can eat and a lot of things you will eat. But the number one thing that I tell people is when you're cutting out sugars and grains, there's going to be an adjustment adjustment phase and it's going to feel weird. I would rather see you eat too much fat so that you're full, because if you're not eating enough and you don't get full, you're going to feel like you're on a diet and you're going to quit. You're going to say, screw that. I'm quitting. I would rather, you have to increase your fat if you decrease processed carbohydrates anyway, but it feels weird because a lot of us have this really complicated onion of a paradigm in our heads saying, I can't eat that fat. I have to be low fat. Like I basically grew up thinking that, you know, for me, if I would just put less butter on my big, thick toast, that I was doing something good when the reality is I should have just put the whole stick of butter in my mouth and forgot about the piece of toast. (laughs) Well, in some communities might have you do that. (laughs) The paleo community might be like, yeah, let's go ahead. Just eat the whole stick of butter. But what I'm saying is you actually can't do that. You can't eat a whole stick of butter. That's the thing. You could eat probably seven. If you were hungry, you could eat seven or eight pieces of toast, couldn't you? Because you could sit there and go, but you can't. It's impossible because fat is filling. So eat more fat is one though. That's one thing that you're yes. going to kind of drop on us is that, hey, if you're looking okay. to kind of maybe take something out, you know, like with the carbs and with the breads and the sugars, like yeah. add in more fat. What's something Add else? in more fat. Eventually your body will stabilize and you'll start to listen to those hunger signals again. And you're not going to be on the blood sugar train of high blood sugar, low blood sugar, high blood sugar. It's going to stabilize because you eat more fat. You become what's called fat adapted, not dietary ketosis for those of you out there who know about that, but just fat adapted and you kind of stabilize and your moods will stabilize stabilize, hence my book, Eat Happy. Now, let me give a little a little like sub umbrella yeah. under that, which is the kinds of fats you want to eat. Yes, we all know avocados, olives, butter's fine. Uh, some saturated fat is fine. I'm you obsessed know, with ghee. Ghee is wonderful. Ghee is absolutely wonderful. And those of you, sometimes I, well, a lot of times I don't do dairy because sometimes it irrit- I have celiac and it irritates the autoimmune. But you, what you want to stay away from is I, I think I like to sum it up as staying away from crappy restaurants because crappy restaurants use canola oil, sunflower oil, safflower oil, and cottonseed oil. And those are cheap, refined oils that cause inflammation. They make us sick. Don't eat those oils. And so then another subset of this is olive oil is a huge passion of mine. I cook with olive oil every day. Um, you need to buy nice olive oil. A lot of the olive oil is legally allowed to be cut with cheaper oils and not labeled as such. Mm. And that makes me irate. That <laughs> should make you so mad. How are they allowed to do that? Oh, it's so wrong. It's it's all about the bottom dollar for so many people. And it's so it's, frustrating. It's bad. So then you choose. The only way we have power is if you do some research and you choose nice oils. 
You just have to. You can't. Don't buy an olive oil that says uh, extra virgin olive oil light, which just means that they've cut the olive oil. You can tell because it's like a pale yellow color, which olive oil should never be pale yellow. You know what I mean? Like it's like in a jug. And I'm not doing any research. I'm buying your book and I'm buying what you tell okay, me great. to buy in that book. That's what I'm doing. That's not Amen, good? brother. Yes. <laughs> so let's talk about this because you're somebody that's in the industry. Like you, again, have a lot of different skills of expertise and you, you're doing this, doing that, but maybe taking it more to this eat happy focus right now. Sure. What's absolutely. something that you've changed your mind about in the last six months? Like maybe six months ago, you were like, oh my God, cottonseed oil, cottonseed oil is amazing. And now you don't, you know, <laughs> it's a random example, but what is something that you believe now that you didn't believe six months ago? There are two things. The first one would be, I had a belief going that I, and it came to light. That's why it took me so long to write this cookbook. I had a belief going that I don't belong in the publishing sector. So that was a pretty strong negative belief that I was carrying around. And mostly because I just didn't have experience in that. And also too, when you have an Amazon page, it's terrifying because whatever (laughs) people write up there is forever. And, um, so I had to, I had to kind of get past that and realize that I have worked my butt off to make an amazing cookbook despite what everybody said. You can't do a cookbook without a celebrity chef endorsing it. You can't, uh, there's no way you could physically test all the recipes, which I did several times. There's a, you know what I mean? Against all odds. Um, and the other thing I, I, I think I had a belief, kind of a vague belief that like you couldn't go vegan and get full. Always be hungry. Right. I would always be hungry. And I actually did an experiment for three weeks. I did. I went vegan now, when I go vegan, I'm not doing sugars or grains. So I'm not having pasta to fill me up. Um, and I don't, I don't care for beans that much. Although I do think vegans, you probably, you guys need to eat some beans to get the protein and stuff. <laughs> um, but I did for three weeks, just fruits, vegetables and vegan fats. And it was amazing. It opened my eyes. So I, again, exactly what you were saying. It doesn't matter if you are a meat eater or you're not a meat eater. You can eat this way, be happy and get full. Okay, and I've been really kind of making you go down this narrow path because I wanted to, you know, selfishly talk a little bit about eating happy and being gluten-free and grain-free and and pick your brain on that. And we're going to circle back on that in a while. But now the door is wide open because what I want you to share with us is what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment to date. And like you said, you've been in the feasts, you've been in the famines. Take us to the worst entrepreneurial moments. Tell us that story. Gosh, you know what's funny? It's, and I'm sure every entrepreneur out there and every creative person, which by the way, I think entrepreneurs and creative people share brains because you're <laughs> crea- you're doing something that everyone says is insane. And, and whether you're making art or you're making a business, the process is very similar. So I feel like one story, <laughs> just one story of my worst <laughs> moment. There are so many. I'm too old to just have one. Um, but uh, a recent there were two steps in making this cookbook. The first early on step where I thought I would give up uh, was when I realized I had formatted all of my recipes incorrectly. There is a way <laughs> to write recipes. And when I, and when you have that many recipes that are written very sloppily, it doesn't work. And that's why some cookbooks don't do well. And my heart sank. And I was like, do I really want to put the work in to fix all this? I could just continue to have a casual blog that people just look at. You know what I mean? It could just be easy and I could take the easy path. But then I was like, no, I need to do this. And then a, a second time that this, I guess it was like three or four months ago, I received my first print on demand of the book because the book was supposed to be fulfilled via print on demand. I received that book 
and the quality of the paper, I was crestfallen. Mm. It was not up to snuff. And then I had to make a decision. Well, do I want to sell a book that the content's great, but I'm a cook. I'm a lover of cookbooks. I, I love beautiful cookbooks. I want my book to be a beautiful cookbook as well as extremely functional. So then you have to decide, well, how are you going to solve this problem? And it was, it was a lot of no sleep for about a month straight looking for a printer who could print it inexpensively enough, but with the high enough quality. You know what I mean? So it was a whole, I opened up a whole can of worms, which now I'm glad I did. But what are you going to do? You just have to, you have to decide what are your values and then move on from that. And my value is to have a beautiful cookbook that's also functional, that's priced decently. Fire Nation, my big takeaway from this is there's really two things to approach what you do in life. You can take the path of least resistance, which is the easy way and just kind of let things unfold, let things happen, or you can do things the right way. And you know in your heart of hearts whether it's the right way or not because you just know your intuition, your gut is telling you, oh, this paper just feels like crap. What am I thinking? Right. And you know, yeah, exactly. You know that like if it was your jam to be like, who cares? I know my audience and they're not going to care. I'll just print the book. Then that would have been one thing, but that's not me and my audience. You know what I mean? Anna, let's talk about an aha moment. I mean, you've had a lot of them throughout your journey, but what's one of the greatest that you think would really be beneficial to our listeners? Well, I think kind of what you were saying earlier, that we all are like blends of a bunch of different interests And how do you marry those interests? Because I struggled for a little while with how do I marry being a comedian (laughs) with doing a recipe book? For for the most part, growing up, I had never seen any hilarious people on PBS cooking shows. (laughs) You know what I mean? So how do how do I blend comedy and food? And then it started to become apparent that both of those aspects are me. I am myself. And as long as I'm authentic in both of those things, the blending starts to kind of naturally happen. So it's like, but if I had been trying to be like, okay, just be, just, you know, be somebody who does cartoon voices and then be somebody who does this, it, it wouldn't have, have naturally organically grown together into one thing. And I would have been denying parts of myself and probably not exploring doing the cookbook. I think that people love just trying to paint things black and white. You know, it's either this or it's either that. And there's just no overlap. There's no gray. And that's just not the world. That's just not the human. That's specifically not the entrepreneur. I mean, we have a vast array of interests and excitements and things that fire us up. Everything has changed, too. I remember being a kid and seeing, you know, there were movie stars and there were TV stars and never the twain shall meet. (laughs) And then in the early 2000s, when movie stars were doing leads in TV shows, everyone's mind was blown, were blown. And it's like, well, we can do that, too. It's called the Internet and we can (laughs) pursue anything we like. You But you do have to find a way to marry it for your platform. Yes, on some levels, there there won't be crossover between the people who come to see me do stand-up and the people who will buy my cookbook. But that gap is lessening. The Venn diagram is slowly becoming one circle. Anna, let's talk about what you are most excited about right now. Break that down for us. First of all, I just have to give a shout out to a company called Telemachus Press. They are the ones who 
laid out the book for me and worked tirelessly back and forth with me for about six months on a daily basis, <laughs> going, <laughs> figuring out the book. And I they really have a love hate relationship with you. I'm just going right, to tell you they, right now. They, I mean, they, they, they're very polite in emails, but I, I had to promise <laughs> that I would buy all of them ponies to get through this whole project. Ponies. Um, but they're, they're wonderful people. And so I'm very excited that like, there were there were people who stuck with me during this process, and also the second one's going to be way easier. And I'm mm. I'm about fifty recipes into a second cookbook. The now. railroad tracks have been laid down. I'm they, finding yeah, the it's exact gonna be much same thing with the Freedom Journal. It's so easy. Oh, it's good, good. I love the Freedom Journal. Thank I love you. it. I use it. I I'm using it constantly. Oh, Anna, we could end this interview I'm right now. You. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. So this is the other thing I was going to say was, was that once all of the things that you have to do are out of your head which is what the Freedom Journal is so great for. Once all those things are out of your head, okay, I'm going to do these things today, you have to start taking action. You can't just write it down at the beginning of the day. You have to start taking action, right? But a lot of us take action and assign an expectation to that action. And the more I've been noticing in my life, the more I am taking action without an expectation of the outcome, the more better things can result from that that surprise me. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. And I love how you started with my question of like what's firing you up by thanking your publisher. But I do want to move into what you're actually excited about. No, that's it. Taking action without it. Every day I think, what can I do to take it? And changing beliefs and taking action without expectation for me are the game changers in my life. Are you excited about your book? Oh, yeah. I'm very excited about my book. (laughs) You know what my book did yesterday? My book made it into number 312 of all the books on Amazon. That's what I want to talk about. That's amazing. Oh, oh, that's what I was supposed to say. (laughs) You're not supposed to say anything, but I am very, I'm hurting you that way as much as possible. (laughs) 312. That's like 0.0001% the top of all books on Amazon. Is it? Well, there's a gazillion 0.3 books on Amazon. So being 312 (laughs) is unbelievable. I think 50 trillion million books on Amazon. <laughs> so Something many. like that. There are so uh, many. No, it was a huge coup and I uh, I wanted to get into the top 100 cookbooks on Amazon and I made it to the number 22. And by the way, we're just in pre-sales right now. Yeah, you're just I in pre-sales. Kindle is out and available and now the hard copy is available for pre-sale and that's going to drop on October 4th. So yeah, the fact that in how long have you wanted to say that? that that's going to drop on October. I know. that's a pretty cool. Well, pretty cool you know, place. I'll never say the words. My album is dropping, so I have to. <laughs> I have to put it into context somehow. That's going to drop on October fourth. Yo, my cookbook is dropping. <laughs> so Fire Nation, we're dropping the lightning round in just a couple of minutes here. We're going to take a quick minute first to thank our sponsors. The excitement and energy that comes from launching a new product or service for your audience is amazing, but the several steps required to get you to the launch can be overwhelming. First, you have to come up with the idea, then actually create it, and finally, present it to your audience and ask them to pay for it. Enter the importance of a payment processor. But a lot of payment partners don't make accepting payment from your customers that easy. Luckily, with Braintree, it's different. Braintree lets you accept all forms of payments, including PayPal, Apple Pay, Android Pay, and more. Now you can take them all in over 130 currencies. And as your company grows, Braintree will stay by your side from your first dollar to your billionth. All it takes is a couple lines of code to get you started in a single integration. To learn more, visit braintreepayments.com slash fire. That's braintreepayments.com slash fire. 
Have you ever heard that saying, just because you love to bake doesn't mean you should open your own bakery? It's a classic mistake that many entrepreneurs make. We're not all cut out to be in the business of building businesses, and that's okay. Whether you're a seasoned business owner looking to grow your portfolio or you're searching for your first business idea, joining a franchise can be a great way to start. But where do you find out what your options are? Franchise Help is here to connect motivated entrepreneurs like you, Fire Nation, with franchises that can help your new business succeed. Whatever you're passionate about, there's a franchise that can help you build it smarter and faster using time-tested methods that work. You can own your own business without having to go at it alone. Franchising gives you a proven business plan, the strength of a larger organization, and recognition of an established brand. Visit franchisehelp.com slash fire to take their franchise quiz and find your next business. That's franchisehelp.com slash fire. Anna, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? I, be- I believe I am. Yes. <laughs> what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Belief in myself that I could do it. What is the best advice you've ever received? To look at negative beliefs when you're having them and see if they serve you because generally they're not. And just by realizing you have them, they'll go away. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? Schedule your genius. What I mean by that is figure out where you are excelling or where you are genius and schedule those activities. For me, it's being on camera or being on the mic. Schedule and prioritize those and and then do the rest. Share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation. I've been in love with musicformakers.com. I've been getting music it's free royalty free music and then at a very low cost. Wow, I need to drop that in paradise. People are just asking about that yeah. today. Music for musicformakers.com. I think it's they're growing. Um but I found one song that I'm using for my book trailer. I really they send you if you sign up they send you a free song every week. Oh, so wow. get in there. If you could recommend one book to join Eat Happy on our bookshelves. What would that book be and why? I have to say two because you know me. Okay. The War of Art and Your Best Year Yet by Jenny Ditzler. Well, Anna, this is the last question of the lighting round, but it is a doozy. So imagine yeah. you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world that was identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I love this question because I feel like it validates the choices you've made or, <laughs> or it makes you go, oh no, I should have done that all differently. Uh, um, I would honestly get an AT2020 USB mic, which costs about $90, yep. which is the mic I'm talking to you on. I would get an iPhone to take pictures and I would go to the grocery store and I would do it all again. I would record voiceover because it's so accessible with the internet and I would take pictures and start a food blog and do it all over again. What would you buy at the grocery store on that first trip? Oh, the first trip, I'd want to, I'd probably buy a, a chicken. Uh, some broccolini, some garlic, some basil, and a lemon. Okay, you got to stop because my mouth is filling up with saliva <laughs> and we got to finish the interview. So Anna, let's end with a parting piece of guidance. The best way that we can connect with you and then we'll say bye-bye. Parting piece of guidance, I would say like if if something just keeps popping up in your head, an idea, route it out, flush it out. Uh, because that's, that's somehow the universe is trying to tell you, you need to go do this thing. Same thing. Like if you think of somebody, 
Oh, I should call so-and-so. Oh, I should email so-and-so. Generally, that's the time to get in touch with them. Yeah. I have found. So that's my parting piece of guidance. Best way to connect with me is through my blog, AnnaVicino.com. I'm Anna Vicino on everything, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, you know, all the things. Um, and also, too, I'm having bonuses that are just for my list, but now they're also going to be for Fire Yay. Nation. Um, if you pre-order Eat Happy, 154 gluten-free, grain-free, low-carb recipes, uh, and send your receipt, whether you get Kindle or hard copy version, although I am obviously pushing the hard copy version because that's what's up for presale. Uh, forward your receipt to eathappycookbook at gmail.com, or as I like to call it, Gmail. <laughs> Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with AV and JLD today, so keep up the heat. And head over to eofire.com. Just type Anna, A-N-N-A, in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. Best show notes in the biz, timestamps, links galore, strong call to action, Eat happy, gluten-free, grain-free, low-carb recipes for a joyful life. Get that pre-order in Fire Nation. And when you do, eathappycookbook at jamail.com will get you, you uh, all those gifts and awesomeness. So, Anna, thank you for uh, sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you for having me. Fire Nation, I hope you enjoyed that chat with Anna today, and I hope you want to eat happy like I do. And goals equal success, and with thefreedomjournal.com, you'll be accomplishing that number one goal in just 100 days. I will see you there, or I'll see you on the flip side. Looking for an easier way to accept payments from your customers? Braintree lets you accept all forms of payments in over 130 currencies. To learn more, visit braintreepayments.com slash fire.